Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Edmonton was high on my list. Uh, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitech. 630 Chad uses Digitech for their copiers and their printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings at digitechsupplies.ca. Welcome to our show today. Uh, it's going to be, uh, for some of you, it's going to be a bit of a blast to the past. Uh, a guy I grew up uh, listening to for a number of years, and uh, and frankly, a guy that in the embryonic stages of my career development some 30-plus years ago uh, maybe assisted me a little bit from a direction perspective. We're going to bring into studio today John Short, Edmonton, the sporting icon uh, from 12.30 to 1.30 today. I know a lot of you grew up listening to John uh, back in the day. Uh, He's had a very interesting career, uh, has lots of interest sports-wise, not just hockey. This show, of course, is called Oilers Now. But this is the sort of thing you do in the fourth week of July when, let's face it, it is uh, it is a hockey show, but you've got to you know, expand the horizons a bit. And who better than that? Let's not forget, John Short uh, worked for the Edmonton Oilers for Peter Pocklington at one time, worked on the Oilers broadcast for a number of years during the glory era of uh, 
the Edmonton Oilers, but has always cared about a multitude of sports. I actually uh, nominated him for the Fred Scambani Award back in 2004 when uh, John and myself were actually on it at uh, the same time on competing stations, and uh, John ended up winning that award uh, for his uh, commitment to a university sport at that time. So really looking forward to having John Short join us in studio today. Yesterday, the Edmonton Oil Kings announced Luke Pierce, the former head coach of the Kootenai Ice, as an assistant coach. He'll work with Brad Lauer. Luke Pierce will join us on today's edition of Oilers. Now, we will also, uh, we're working on a, a fluid show. May have one more guest uh, join us late in the show on t- the uh, show today. Brendan Ulrich is with us. Brendan, how are you? Not bad, Bob. Under Not the weather today, but... Uh, You're under the weather. Yeah, everyone at the station seems sick today, so... All right, well, uh, yeah, that's not Adeline, good. but uh, it's all good. All right, you got to power through it, man. Absolutely. Got to play a softball game tonight, too. Oh. But it'll be like MJ and his famous uh, sick game with the flu. We'll see. I don't know. You of course, just, it's you, basketball. But. You just compared yourself to Michael Jordan. You real, you know. I you need some Mike, encouragement when you're under the weather, Bob. I'm know? paraphrasing here. Uh, I watched Michael Jordan in, in his prime, and you, sir, are no <laughs> Michael Jordan. Let's establish that right now. Well, you now. haven't seen me on the, the ball diamonds, Bob. Yeah, you're an absolute phenom in softball, <laughs> I'm sure, right now. Surprised there are not some NCAA schools oh, yeah, no oh, kidding. that are looking to bring you up. Uh, what do they call you, a home run baker? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, this is the Oilers Now again. Uh, you can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They have... Uh, uh, two acts coming up in the month of August that you might want to attend. Nazareth and the Little River Band, as well as Steve Earle and the Dukes. September 23rd, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road. Visit Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at any time at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter. The show account's up over 36,000 at Oilers now. Do we lose any uh, followers once Twitter did that thing where they eliminated like a you know a whole bunch of fake followers for everybody. Well, we're just under thirty six oh, right now, thirty five point so nine. All right, so we we, we did drop yes. a bit. Uh, you can reach me at Bob underscore Stopper. I lost about a thousand as well. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that happens, and uh, you can reach Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And uh, Mark Spector will join us Thursday. Stopper Inspector in the summer Thursday. Tomorrow it is the Mark Spector Golf Classic. Brendan will be in this chair here in Orders Now, uh, Stoffer Inspector every Thursday on the show brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, HRA Live Racing every Fridays and Saturday nights at Northlands Park. We opened up with, uh, what, what was the name of that song by Tom Petty that we opened up with there, Brendan? Won't Back Down. Love that song. That is an awesome song. Now, did you hear that on the way in? Because I think Jesperson had it on his show today. Oh, did he? Well, yeah. I listened to Jesperson's show. Like the last half hour, he had the uh, the police. Uh, was it the police chief from Toronto on the show talking about uh, handguns and things like that? Well, you probably heard it. And you didn't even know notice. So now you're thinking, okay, I was we so engrossed with the conversation that Ryan had going mm-hmm. on. So, yes, I, I on my drive into the studio, and I will explain that today uh, I came from downtown. There's lots going on in downtown Edmonton. There's mammoth concerns construction all around Rogers place. Uh, we were uh, working on something down there. And uh, so I got a little bit detoured and took about 35 to 40 minutes to make it from downtown Edmonton to the city's southeast side. Uh, obviously, you know, we work in the toy department of life. There's some real stuff going on out there. Uh, you know, we joke around all the time about Toronto being the, the center of the universe. How do you change the light bulb in Toronto? You hold it there and let the rest of Canada revolve around it. Well, the fact is, uh, you know, it, it's tragic what's occurred in Toronto here over the course of the last several months, and our hearts go out to uh, everybody 
that's involved there, and it just puts things in perspective and how quickly, uh, unfortunately, at times things get taken away. There's serious issues that need to be discussed. There's uh, weather challenges out throughout the world in places like Greece that are going on, and it's uh, it, it makes you appreciate the privilege that it is to work every day in the business that I get to work in. Absolutely. Just so you know, on this show, we're not always right. You're allowed to have a difference of it. I'm not going to sit here and pontificate on the air. There are times when people text the show and make ridiculous comments and send rumor stuff our way, not on trades, but on people's personal lives and that sort of, and we don't even go down that path. Uh, but you're allowed to have, if you're a listener to the show, as an example, Brendan, let's bring up Yessa Pugliarvi, because I mentioned yesterday that Yessa Pugliarvi, for me, was the biggest wild card, and I'll tell you why. If Yessa Pugliarvi takes a quantum step forward and goes from, say, 12 to 30 goals this season, my guess is the Edmonton Oilers are in a pretty good position. If Yessa Pogliarvi takes a average step forward and maybe scores 17 goals and has 45 points because he's probably going to be more of a volume shooter at this stage in his career, that would be okay. But if he takes like a big step forward here, if, if, that's an important word, if he takes a big step forward and Milan Lucic say, can score 17, 18, 19 goals, then the Oilers will have a lot more scoring depth than they had last season. And for me, Paul Yarvey is that wild card for the hockey team. I Here's the thing. I've seen enough of Paul Yarvey to not know what's going to happen. My expectation is, based on the career that Milan Lucic has had to date, that he's going to be better this season than he was for the final 46 games last year. I, I, I still believe that Paul Yarvey is going to be a good hockey player. I just don't know how far he's going to go in that regard. Is that, a, is, that a, is that a fair perspective to have? Yeah, that's fair because we have no idea what type of player he's going to be this season or in two or three years. So Right. I mean, here's, here's the thing. I'll give, you, I'll give you an example, and I used it on Twitter, and I know you would have seen the tweet earlier today. Um, and the, the tweet read as follows. Further to yesterday's At Oilers Now show, what is the biggest wild card this season for the Oilers? For me, it's Yessa Pogliarvi. Big, can skate. He's good defensively. I, would, I, I will certainly concede that. I'm going to go back to 1995-96. I remember during the course of uh, 90, the 95-96 season, there were real question marks about Ryan Smith. Like, how good of a player was Ryan Smith? He played, uh, scored two goals in the 95-96 season in 48 games. Okay? Two goals. And I don't want people to have revisionist history. We probably have some listeners that are in their late 40s or 50-plus that remember Ryan Smith at that age, and we're probably thinking, Jesus, Jason Bond Sr. is still going to be a better player than Ryan Smith. I mean, Smith just had two goals in four. That was the lockout short year in uh, his, his first year coming out, 94-95. He had a little bit of a look-see at the Oilers. Then he played 48 games and spent some time down the minors where he was really good. And then in 96-97, he scored 39 goals as a 20-year-old. This is the 20-year-old season for Yessa Pugliarvi. Smith went from 2 to 39 goals. He scored 20 on the power play. At one point, Ryan Smith scored... 10 straight goals in the power play. Okay? 
Which brings us to Yessa Pugliarvi. He had 12 goals last year. Not two, 12 goals. So he outscored Smith as a 19-year-old in the NHL. Now, people can check this. There's some of you out there really good with numbers. I bet you if you do error-adjusted scoring, I think the scoring was higher 95-96 than it was in 2017-18. Uh, but anyhow, Smith went from 2 to 39 goals. So is it realistic that Pugliarvi can go from 12 to 25? Is that a realistic possibility? Now, remember, Smith got 20 of his 39 goals in the power play, and Doug White was a 100-point scorer that year. So let's say Smith starts the year, or sorry, uh, Pogliarvi starts the year playing on a line with Strom, but as he gets more settled, more comfortable, he gets maybe a third of the year in, he gets moved up to play with one of either Drysaddle or McDavid. Can he score 25 in that scenario if he gets power play time? Second unit power play time to start, and we'll see where he goes. Well, you can make an argument he should be on the first power play, Bob. Okay, you can make that argument. I, I personally would keep him off the first power play unit yeah. at the start of the year. Okay? Maybe in November I'd accelerate him more depending upon how much progression growth he's personally made. Okay? he definitely play on my second power play unit. Yeah. And by the way, I got news for you. My two power play units, Connor McDavid's on both units. Yeah, I talked about that a little bit last okay. week when you were away because I saw your tweet. If it was me, and, and I've not spoken to the coaches about this, but if it was me, I would I would use McDavid for the full two minutes of every power play. I, I would limit the amount of penalty-killing minutes that McDavid would have. Now, if the Oilers are in a run in a game where they're in the box and they got four minors in one period, no power plays, then I'm going to put McDavid out on maybe the third unit on the PK on a couple of those PK scenarios. But... I, I, I just look at Yessa Pogliarvi, and, and I still believe in him as a player. There's something there. It's just how far is it going to be. And I'll tell you this right now. If he if he crushes it next year, the Edmonton Oilers are going to be in good shape. If he makes an average progression, which would be, say, from 12 to 18 goals, there's nothing wrong with that. Scoring 18 goals in today's NHL, that's probably like scoring mid-20s back in the late 90s. And again, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on that, and if I am, I am. And you don't, you're allowed to have a dissenting view on this. I'm not telling you that it's my way or the highway. That's kind of, it's just a personal perception, uh, the way it works. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us, at orders now, and we'll get some thoughts from uh, John Short on that as well. It, it is a, it is an intriguing one. Uh, some of the other texts that we've got in say, well, what about the defense? Is it possible that we see a deceleration in minutes for Darnell Nurse this year? He played about 22 minutes a game. Is it possible he plays less? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We looking for some water? Because I, I have a couple over here, just so everybody knows. There the boss go. is, yeah. Oh, the boss is looking for water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tell the boss I have some change on him, too. I can set it over. Uh... Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. We'll get to text and NHL today when we come back. John Short, uh, Edmonton Sporting Icon at 1235 today. This is Oilers Now.
When you want to fly your Oilers' colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Shed. It's 12:21 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, we will get to some texts on our Westlock Ford text line at 6:30, 6:30 momentarily. But right now, let's do it. It's NHL today for Drew Shamahorn and the staff over at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Here's the young gun himself, Brendan Ulrich. Well, Bob, the Anaheim Ducks have avoided salary arbitration with defenseman Brandon Montour. Both sides agreeing to a two-year deal with an average annual value of $3.387 million. Montour had 32 points in 80 games last season. Is this similar to what we can expect for Darnell Nurse, Bob? Uh, Montour, to me, has a higher offensive ceiling. Uh, completely different defenseman because he's better blue line in. Like Darnell's probably a better defender um i think that number would be a i mean and also no arb rights for nurse versus arb rights for montour big difference there i would expect the number to be lower for darnell okay well what about edmondson who signed uh, a one-year deal with the blues today worth three million dollars yeah that number is closer the i think darnell is better than joel edmondson and that might offend some people that are closer to the blues organization because we have a couple of them that listen to the show every day uh but i think darnell's got a higher ceiling than joel i think put it this way i think darnell is more physically alike uh than joel edmondson but a better skater and probably has better offensive instincts long term uh but he doesn't have the same sort of dynamic offensive game that Brandon Montour is likely to have long term. It's probably going to be a better defender. I could see Darnell getting 3.1 million times two years on an AAV. Yeah, that seems fair. And uh, news out of New York today, the Islanders signing for Brock Nelson. It's a one-year deal worth $4.25 million. Nelson had 19 goals and 35 points in 82 games last season. His name was out there the entire second half of the season. That's when the Islanders still thought they were going to be able to re-sign John Tavares. Of course, they did not. Um, One-year contract on him. I would be. I would make a guess that by this time next year, Brock Nelson will no longer be at the New York Islanders. I think he'll be moved along at some stage. All right, let's get to our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. We have a... A, a bunch coming in. Uh, and again, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. John Short will join us in studio today at 12.35. Uh, out of Calgary, Alberta. Hey, Bob. Leon Dreisaitl scored 19 goals um, uh, playing on a line of Taylor Hall in his 20-year-old season. What makes you think Paul Yarvey will score 25 playing with Strom? I think he could do it with a skill center, says our texter out of Calgary. I don't understand how playing Paul Yarvey is the play unless they're fearful of giving him a big contract at year's end. Uh, the text goes on to say... Where did it go? Uh, Hall was immensely important for Leon's uh, 20-year-old season. Why should Leon be deployed, or why should Yessie be deployed any differently? Here's what I would do. For the, the start of the year, because the start is going to be so important, 
assuming that Raddy's in shape and ready to go, I would start Raddy on a line with McDavid and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. If it were me to start the year, okay, I would play Milan Lucic on the left side with Leon Dreisaitl and utilize and deploy Tobias Ryder's experience and his speed on the right side on that second line. Third line to start the year because they had good success last year when they played together. I I'd not played Jujar Kerr as a third, uh, fourth liner. I'd play him as a third line left wing with Strom and Pulleyarvi and see if those guys can create some mismatches five on five with Pulleyarvi getting an opportunity to play against third uh, defensive pairings. I'd use Kajula on the fourth line. I would not play him in the top nine on the Oilers uh, hockey club. That's that, that's at least to start the season. In terms of the power play, I would have Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, and obviously McDavid, I already said I had put him on both power play units. I would play McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins all in the first power play unit with Lucic as the net front presence and with Oscar Clefbaum on the point. And I already know that you're all going to sit there and go, that's five left shots. That means not yeah. one guy's a right shot. I get it. I totally get it. There's a bit of a wild card in terms of Bouchard, but to me, you could have a heavy right shot uh, power play for your second power play unit, Pulley would be on that. I would do that to start the year because the start's important. Then I would make some transitional uh, changes if the assumption is there'd be progressions in games like a yes of Pulley and eventually move him up into the top six. That is how I'd handle that situation. Doesn't mean I'm right. You could say, nope. Stoffer, you're wrong. They should be playing Paul Yarvey with either McDavid or Dreisaitl right from day one. There's no wrong answer. It's July 24th, man. There's no wrong answer on this one. Again, well, that's interesting, Bob, because uh, I did an exercise last week, and the top five power plays in the league last year all had at least two right shots yep. on their top unit, with the exception of Tampa Bay. But they have Kucherov as a left shot. He's an absolute beast out there, so it's a different So who says you mentioned Just here's a, here's, here's a thought for you. Who says you don't set the power play up on the, on the left side half boards? Yeah, you can make an argument for that. Right? Flip them. So instead of having McDavid setting it up on the right side half boards and passing on, right, how about you set it up over on the left side half boards and then use all those left shots for one-timers on the other side? How about you flip that power play around? Okay? The other thing you should do is take a look at maybe what uh, Manny Viveros did with yeah. the Swift Current Broncos. That might shed some uh, light and some insight into what Edmonton might be doing uh, forward. But again, hey, it's July 24th and we're talking hockey. So at this stage of the season... Since we're, you know, seven weeks away from training camp, there aren't a lot of wrong answers. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back on Oilers Now, Edmonton sporting icon, broadcasting legend John Short in studio.